T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Somebody said, we were talking about uh, our next guest, Chris Swecker, who's a retired FBI agent. He's going to talk about how they're going to find the corrections officer, Vicki White, and the convict, Casey White, not married or related. And uh, now on the run for eight days, um, they've escaped. She helped him escape, or she gave him the total thing. Um, he talked her into it. Now they're gone. But in this day and age, I truly believe you can't disappear. You You may think you can, but... The idea of going completely off the grid with no ID, no no uh, way to pass money uh, other than cold, hard cash. You, you can't even get paid hardly. You would have to take nothing but side jobs. You would have to then have an employer that never really wanted to have any form of ID on you. Um, and then how do you get a phone? How do you get electricity? How do you get a place to live? I mean, these are all, all things that everybody, think how many times you have to present your ID at things. Oh, and that's that means if you don't get caught on a camera somewhere, or you don't get stopped and questioned by a police officer, or any of a million different ways, things and options they have of ways to track you. Yeah, because I don't think there's a, like a white supremacist island but, that they can skip to. You keep worrying about that vaccination chip, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> like, how'd you guys catch that guy? Vaccination chip. <laughs> so. I, I'm looking at this, by the way, and I guess Fox 4 interviewed the woman who helped uh, that guy, John Maynard, escape from Lansing. Okay, good. That was the one who got in the dog crate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I had no idea. Is that them? Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. Man, I just wanted to let you know that's him. That's Aaron. And he also grew up with John Maynard. He oh, he did. that guy. Hey, hey, dude. What's up, Aaron? Hey, Johnny. Did you, uh, by chance, catch the uh, story that they did about the lady who helped John escape last night on the news. I didn't, but I saw the, uh, I saw your text. So, so they, they, I didn't realize she, did she not go to prison for a super long time? I thought she got, she got sentenced to 27 months, uh, did her time. Uh, She said on the news last night that she went, she got married and her and her husband actually went and visited John together. Um, he, they moved him out of the state of Kansas. He's either in Arizona or New Mexico. They got him as far away as they could, you know. What, hold on. What kind of a of a guy? Hold on. He married this girl that broke a dude out of prison in a dog crate. That's. 
I'm suspect that you're at your decision-making skills at that point <laughs> anyway. But then at some point she's like, honey, you and I are husband and wife now, and I'll tell you what, I'd sure like to go on a vacation down to see my old friend John Maynard. <laughs> I just thought, the dog crate escape. Yeah, that, 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 that would have been a heck of a honeymoon. How did she explain it to, uh, how did she explain it on, on the on the show, like why her husband would even go? Like why did she even go? They. They didn't even, I mean, she just said that they was her friends, and, you know, they wanted to go down there and see him. So uh, they didn't do a, a real long piece about it. Uh, see, this but, is what drives me crazy about craptastic local reporting. I'm like, you didn't ask, hey, you're her husband. Dude, she was on the news because she got this guy into a dog crate, and they escaped together. They found him in a cabin full of dildos. But you're cool right. visiting him in the joint. That question doesn't get asked. I want you to meet an old friend of mine, John. Hey, but maybe I'm, he was. Maybe he went down for some sex tips and what she liked and didn't yeah, like. It. Dude, I just that's what I can't. That's why I can't watch the local craptastic stuff because I'm like, you couldn't ask that question. My head's I beat my head on the TV set. You so yeah. tell me this. Did you did you Jake tell me that you knew that guy? Yeah. So I grew up in Edgerton, Kansas, and John was uh, lived right up the road from me. I'm, he, we were, um, I wouldn't say we were like friends because even back before he got in trouble, he was, you know, he was one of the problem kids in school and, uh, just probably not the best home life, you know, um, right. him and, uh, his co-defendant, they were like 17 or 18 and they were young. They, uh, carjacking gone wrong and killed the guy and both of them got life without. So, I mean, yeah. you know, if you know you're never going home, why not? Why not try and plot your way out of there? Oh, listen, I don't, I'm not, in, I'm never, I'm never surprised by a dude who busts out of the joint. That's that. I don't think anybody was surprised that guy wanted out of prison. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. I think there, it's the it's the other way. They're like, so then you you thought this was a good idea, huh? And then you put him in a dog crate and walked him on out the door, and then you thought nothing would happen and everything would be fine. You'd never be caught, and you'd live happily ever after somewhere. That's the part where I think everybody gets wound up on. Right. Yeah. No. Nobody ever blames the dude for breaking out of the joint. I mean, I think that's there's there's a reason there's incredibly tall fences and lots of guards with guns because, well, they expect that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, listen, Aaron, I do appreciate you, though, man. Hey, uh, you want to go, uh, you want to see Knotfest or Allison Chains? I would love to go see Allison Chains, Johnny. Let me hook you up, man. Allison Chains, Breaking Benjamin, Bush, August 19th, Rock the Dot out there at Sandstone, all right? Thank you very much, brother. You bet. Appreciate the call. Stay there. What? What do you got, Nick? I, I love the site anyway. Heavy.com's a great site. Yeah. The two were on the run for 12 days, living in northern Tennessee in a small village until they were eventually caught leaving a bookstore. They'd spent each day doing different activities, including going to the movies. Maynard even bought Dora Parakeet. Then, on February 24th, they were in Chattanooga to go to the IMAX theater and were spotted in the streets by two U.S. Marshals. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't think those Marshals just happened to be walking around Chattanooga. They, <laughs> they knew, and they were tracking, they were just trying to figure out how to snatch them up in a, in a safe, insane manner. Well. As opposed to, like, not knowing if there's going to be a shootout, a hostage situation, you know? Bookstore. Peak parakeet hut. Yeah. And listen, man, I just got myself my little bird in the, in the Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> we're only up to page three, man. Come on. She took out 42000 from her retirement savings, bought a 97 Chevy pickup as the getaway car. Yep. Well done. I live on forty two grand. It's just enough to do it. <laughs>
Hey, on the hotline right now, because uh, he's on a tour this morning, uh, Chris Swecker will stop by 24 years as a special agent in the FBI. A uh, few of those years as an as, as assistant director talking about the Casey White. Born July 14th in Spain, our next guest is an attorney and former assistant director for the FBI, having worked with the Bureau for 24 years. He served as the FBI's on-scene commander in Iraq, and later served as special agent in charge of North Carolina operations, where he managed the capture of Eric Rudolph after the Centennial Olympic Park bombing, and helped in dismantling a Hezbollah terrorist cell. You've seen him on CNN, CNBC and Fox News, and today, he's here to talk about the search for corrections officer Vicki White, and Casey White, the inmate she helped escape from an Alabama prison. Please welcome, Chris Swecker. Mr. Swecker, welcome back to the show. How you been, brother? Good morning. Been busy. Yeah, yeah. So let's jump into this real quick. So, you know, this is not unusual, this story for Kansas City. Years ago, a lady who was part of this uh, program where they help dogs and they find dogs in these shelters and they work with prisoners and that help gives them empathy and understanding and they they create this great situation where these dogs can get homes and get trained and these and these inmates get in a companion for a while well one of the ladies who was bringing the dogs up of course gets seduced by a prisoner he gets in a dog crate and woof off they go and they were on the run for about 20 days before they finally caught him somewhere down in uh, Tennessee now you know you see this and and there's no way to get away with this, is there? No, no, they never get away with it. No. But unfortunately, it, this is not a terribly uncommon scenario. I mean, in in prisons and jails and, and lockup facilities, you have programs, you have education, you have uh, work programs, you have training programs, you have all kinds of rehabilitation programs that put people in contact with inmates. And, of course, the, the people that work there are in daily contact with inmates. And sometimes they, they spot someone who's lonely, who's looking, you know, <laughs> the little cliche says uh, looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. And they there are, there are sociopaths and psychopaths who know how to spot these people and groom them over time. Yeah. They play the, play the long game. And that looks like that's what Casey White did here. And, and that's, people understand, like, these guys, uh, not all people in, in, in the joint, but there is a certain segment of this population, and we've seen it before, because nobody can explain why you become a pen pal, and then you're like, I'll wait for you, and I'm in love with you, and I'll right. send you money, and I'll, I'll keister in drugs, I'll even risk my own freedom to do something right. for you on the outside. And... We never understand that, that, man, there's nothing more powerful than your heart, right? When Once you're in that grip and you can tell yourself anything. Sure. I mean, people do romance scams on the Internet all the time, and they, and they find people. They find lonely people, people who've had things go on in their lives, and they're, you know, they're, they find someone that understands them. Yeah. You know, and, and this, this appears to be the case. Vicki White was an assistant director of prisons, lived by herself on five acres, uh, divorce from her husband many years ago, but he just passed away, and that might have been some sort of Trigger. catastrophic event in her life, even though they had been divorced, because she apparently stayed in touch with her her mother-in-law. Uh, so, you know, I can I can see this happening. Yeah, and and so they take off. She sells her house. She's got about ninety grand and a car, and they they're, they're going to run now. They can stay on cash. 
But that means that they, you know, there's if they use a credit card, they're caught. If they if they didn't ditch their cell phones, which I assume they they were smart enough to know yeah. that you cannot even have a cell phone. Probably make burner phones, right? Uh, but you're not going to make it through a border, and even if you do, at some point you're going to get asked the right questions, and you're going to get snatched up. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think this dragnet is going to go on terribly long, but I do. But as you say, they have they planned this. Uh, Vicky White planned it. She's got a hundred thousand dollars in her pocket. Bought a car ahead of time. Had a switch car. You know, had that switch car mm-hmm. waiting in a, in a parking lot. And off they go. I mean, I, I think they rented a place somewhere remote, watching watching all the news shows, uh, following the internet, and tracking the the trackers, if you will. You know, the sheriff has been remarkably candid, maybe too much so, in saying uh, we don't have any hot leads here. We're, you know, we're appealing to the public. Fifteen thousand dollar reward uh, between the two. Um, come on, public, give us a hand here. And most likely, I, I feel like there's a real risk here. There's a hundred thousand dollars sitting there in a bag. He's already killed. You smoke her. Now you're now you're a guy right. on the run by yourself. Less chance of getting caught. Although he's right. six foot eight. Yeah, and I think I think she's in grave danger. Every person that's ever been associated with him, you know, one girlfriend uh, allegedly committed suicide mm-hmm. uh, in front of him, which they re- reopened. He uh, did a murder for hire, admitted to a, a brutal murder for hire, was in jail for assaulting a, a girlfriend, getting involved in an escape, a high speed chase, shot somebody. Um, this this guy is if he's not a, a psychopath, he is a sociopath, and they're right. and they're, they're very similar. But what he's going to do is use her as long as he needs her because he sticks out so he can send her out for supplies. He can wear a mask. She's not very conspicuous. And he can lay low. But at some point, that's going to, he's going to get tired of her. He won't need her. Or it just, you know, it just comes to a con- uh, an end. Yeah, and that picture they use of her with long blonde hair, straight bangs, and, the, and the, a uniform. Man, you lose that uniform, cut the hair, and you dye it dark. That's not the same human. Absolutely, she could blend. She could blend in very easily. Six foot nine, two hundred ninety pounds, and a, a fairly distinctive appearance. Tattoos. He's going to stick out. I, there's just no way you can. He can get out and about. And they're probably smart enough not to do that right now. But as time goes on, they, you know, isolation. Uh, they get on each other's nerves. You know, he's he's not a stable individual to say the least. It's not going to end well, unfortunately. And no. I, I just hope. You know, she was duped. I feel bad for her. I hope she gets out of this alive. Right. Well, and that's that's so true because even with the facial recognition software we have, like you talk about, like we'll just go to Mexico. You're going to get hit by one wow. of those cameras, and it's going to ding you. It's just the only way to do yeah. it is you might have a chance at least to get into the country if you crossed illegally and just kept right. on going. Right. I mean, there are isolated places in Mexico. It, it's easy to cross the border on on foot, but. You know that's a that's a pretty elaborate scheme. You have to know the border area, which I, right. I know a sense that he does or she does. Yeah, they're and from Alabama. Fight. Yeah, I don't think yeah, that's. I mean, it. they could walk right into cartel territory. There, you don't know what. Mexico is a perilous place, and and it's a dangerous place, even for serial killers. Yeah, and she's going to be very popular. That giant uh, uh, rebel flag tattoo on her back with the Southern Pride written on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, there's a, this thing is all wrong. Uh, it's. You know, they all end up badly when you have this type of individual. It really is. Psychopath. I, again, I pray for uh, Vicki White because she has 
she I think she was a lonely person that got duped to not making excuses for her, but you know well at this point she hasn't harmed anybody but I mean that's still I, man they that they they take that so seriously when you're a, a corrections officer and you do something like this it you know you're going to go to jail now it may not be for a right. super long time but you're going to see the inside of a real prison absolutely are and and that's the worst thing that can happen to a corrections officer or a law enforcement officer yeah ah. This is going to go, you know, you're right. These are, it is going to go super bad because let's face it. She's always been the one in control, right? He's always played into that. She's been the corrections officer. He's the sweet, lovable, misunderstood prisoner. And and then he gets out and he's like, bitch, don't tell me what to do. And and it's going to go bad. Yeah, these kind of people can be very docile in prison. They know how to play the prison game. That they they're very clever. When I say they, I mean you know, I'm not a behavioral scientist, but I've dealt with quite a few in my career in the FBI, and they they usually peg these kind of people as very manipulative, very very adept at grooming, and and most of them have fairly high IQ. Look at Ted Bundy. Right. Right. This guy reminds me of Ted Bundy a, a bit because he is he is clever and he, and he knows how to play people, and I'm sure he played her superbly. What's the most common way you get tracked? Like when you you try something like because yeah. people think I want to disappear, I want to collect an insurance policy, uh, I want to do something terrible, whatever it is. What when they when they try to run off and 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 yeah. just disappear? What's the most common way they get hooked up? You know, there, there, there are quite a few ways. Some of them are pretty clever. I, 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 there are some basics. I don't want to put out some of the most effective because they're probably, you know, they're watching the media very closely. Right. But, I mean, you, you, you get to know their social networks, and you sit on them, relatives, friends, anyone who might be remotely inside their social network. He was probably in touch with people from prison. They have Internet. They have phone calls that get recorded on the phone, uh, jail phone lines. So there's there's a lot of that review going on. You know, they know who the same thing with Eric Rudolph when we were searching for him. We put a geographical profile together. Where has he been? Where would he be most likely to be comfortable and and feel like he knew the territory and knew how to uh, maneuver around and stay under the radar? The obvious, you know, the obvious. I guess everybody knows about cell phone tracking, but that's sure. pretty obvious. Right. You know, they probably have burner phones, but you know, there's only a few places they could have bought those. There's WalMarts and stores in the area, and they could very well have located a receipt by now for anything that Vicky White may have bought. I doubt that she was clever enough to buy it in a separate name and, and have credit cards in another name. So they probably have quite a quite a pretty interesting financial history profile put together. So, you know, what did she buy? When did she buy it? Right. House transaction. Where did the money from the house transaction go? There's a there's a lot to work with here, and the U.S. Marshals Task Forces are very good at this. The FBI is a lot better at the you know the digital forensic part of it, and that's probably why they're coming in. Uh, listen, it's it's fascinating to me, and I, I do, Chris. I always love having you on the show. You are a, a fascinating guy, retired FBI special agent, twenty four years of service, and you've done uh, so many things. And uh, so uh, I always love having you on whenever these things come up, man. I appreciate you, and I and I thank you for coming by today. Yeah, have a great weekend. All right, see you, Chris. All right, take care of yourself. Uh, that guy's really smart. Yeah. This is why you just everybody thinks that they've got this plan, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I just do right. I got it. You're like, you don't got it, son. You just don't got it. You'd have to already, like, here's your setup, I think. You'd have to have a really solid fake identification that checks out in every way that it it points out, which means I'm talking about the kind of ID, and I don't know how you do it, but the kind of ID that allows you to get another state ID that allows you to get 
Um, if you've never had a passport, possibly, if you're not in the system, if you're not a criminal. See, she's already been fingerprinted. Yeah. She's part of that system. She's already been identified. He's already in the system. This is what makes it so hard. If you were a never in the system guy, you never had your fingerprints taken, you never had a passport, maybe you find a way to get a new identity uh, with a different name and a different social security somehow that matches. Mm-hmm. Now you got to get a passport. That that picture is, is obviously really you. And it can have no flags come up. Now, you might make it if none of the facial recognition hits you on the way out of the country mm-hmm. if you try to go that route, right? So there's, it's just almost impossible. Then you think, if I ever reach out to anybody, if I ever if I ever try to say hello to anybody, and most people cannot get down that road without somebody helping them. You know, every terrorist has those cells they have to move between, right? Yeah. They have to have somebody to help them. And uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because everybody talks about how you would disappear, how you would commit this and get away with it, how you would do it. And the truth is, it is, well, it's well beyond my ability. That's for sure, man, how you, how you do it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.